Are you ready to talk about derriers? Are you ready to put aside any years that you don't know that the rumbling in your gut ends up on the outside of your butt? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. It's time to pot it in your butt. Hello and welcome to a very special potted in your butt. Um, I'm Christina. I'm Taylor. And normally uh, we like to be a nice escape from everything and offer the funnies for you all. But I just don't think there's any more escaping. (laughs) So uh, we just wanted to talk about feelings, right, Taylor? Yeah, we all have a lot of feelings. There's a lot going on in the world. And like you said, sometimes escaping is not the answer because we have to actually like live in what's happening and notice it and care and learn and be a part of a solution rather than hiding from it. And, you know, as two super white people, oh yeah, very pale, burn like motherfuckers yeah. in the sunlight. I've got freckles. Like, Oh, I've got so many freckles. Um, We could. We could do that. We could escape from it. We could ignore it, you know? Like, that's a possibility because that's something we are allowed the privilege of. Absolutely. And I think that you're totally right that just now is not the time to do that. It's definitely the time to say say things. Yeah, it's just, and if you have any kind of a platform, even if it's our platform, which is incredibly tiny... But still, it just seems irresponsible to not address what's going on in our world at all. Right. And so we didn't talk about this at all beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> We're winging it, baby. So it's just like raw, raw feelings. I think, Christina, do you want to talk about what has led you to frustration today? Oh, today. Yeah, in general, everything. But today I was... um on Facebook and I saw a thread where um, it was actually fascinating enough several people I went to grade school middle school and high school with so people I grew up in the same community with Um, and watching one of the girls her um, mom is mixed uh, half black and basically her posting this thing like hey white people this is what you need to do and it was like 26 things or something of like you know Uh, lots of it listen reflect change your behavior for white people Um, and then another girl I went to grade school with came on and basically started spouting things about just arguing with it basically and saying doing the thing that white people do where they say I I grew up poor I grew up this I I didn't have any privilege like well okay, no one's saying you didn't grow up with struggles, but the one problem you didn't have to struggle with was the color of your skin, right? Um, And so some people on there then begin to comment, like, hey, the other day you commented on my thread that you're losing friends on Facebook because you're proud of your whiteness, and now you're saying race isn't a real thing. We're all one human race. So which one is it? And then she did the whole thing, like, I'm being attacked, you know, because I'm proud of my whiteness and all this nonsense and several other people came in and said like hey I knew you'd be the first one to comment on this because this is what you do you go in and you you know you troll a little um and she just kept going on and I just went and I was like 
I just have to delete this person. I even said out loud, like, oh, no, girl, as I was reading her comments. <laughs> like, I'm just so pissed. And I'm like, you grew up in the same community I grew up in. What the fuck? You know, and I'm sure tons of us are having those moments when you're like, I grew up with this person. This person's my cousin. This person's my father. And they're saying these fucking bananas things. And when we know, like, it's time for us to fucking listen, to do what we can to support and offer being an ally but we're not the ones who say we are allies you know we we want to support our the black community and have them tell us what we need to do right i think that's something on um my favorite murder which Mm -hmm. is another podcast it's almost as popular as ours (laughs) and yeah number two we're number one karen one of the hosts said that she got into like a little bit of a spat on twitter because I guess someone called them out for something yeah. and she was like no you don't understand we're allies we're yes. we're your friends like you know we're the good guys and you know someone said to her like you don't get to say you're an ally you know oh. that's not up to you to decide if if someone's telling you you're not doing something right yeah. you know you're hurting people you have to listen it's hard to hear and I think yeah. that's what why people get so defensive oh yeah but yeah this in people's mind imagine if someone walked up to you that you didn't know and said i'm your friend i support you and you never fucking met them they've never done anything for you how weird would that feel yeah i mean i'm a homosexual right always talking about that i am (laughs) please don't try to to stop my advocacy um just trying to stop the agenda that's all i'm doing (laughs) but i mean so in some sense like i will never ever come close to understanding what it's like to be a black person in america i will never no matter how much i read no matter like how many videos are posted i'll never personally understand what that really feels like But at least I do, and you do as well, as a queer person, Mm -hmm. you know, know what it's like to be marginalized in some sense. Yeah, but it's not in, I mean, and I'm also in a heteronormative relationship. So again, there's that privilege I have as a queer person, but being in a heteronormative relationship. So I, I don't even have the same experience, you know, you do. So... Right, I mean, it's all over the place for me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, so if someone's telling me they're an ally and they're not doing anything and it's just like words and then also their actions are not backing that up and then they don't listen to me or you or other queer people saying, hey, actually, yeah, that's not cool, then then you're not an ally. Like, that's the main thing is you have to listen. I think I read something the other day, like, it's it's not time to just not be racist, but it's time to actively, like, uh, work against racism. Like, and, you know, kind of... Right, like, yeah. You gotta do something. Like, it's not, it's not, like, good for you, boy, for not being racist. Let's just being a human. Like, you know what I mean? Not actively being racist, because we all have racism in our head because of the... Society? Yeah, society yeah. <laughs> But, um, I mean, like, being actively doing harmful things consciously. But, 
Right. I mean, and there's a million examples. I think when people who struggle to lie, who grew up very poor, Mm -hmm. who, you know, don't see themselves as privileged, I think it's very hard for them to grasp in a non-defensive way. Not everyone, Mm -hmm. obviously, but a lot of people I'm seeing say these things. I think it's hard for them to even want to accept that they have some sort of privilege because they have made it so much of their identity that they are like put upon, you know? Totally. So it's almost like someone's taking something away from them. But I mean, I can think of a lot of examples from growing up, like we used to run around in the front yard with airsoft guns shooting at each other all the time. You know, no one ever called the cops. Scary. That's scary, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I played with a lot of boys. Um, (laughs) we used to play flashlight tag at night you know like all through the woods and in the fields and it's like we were running around wearing black with flashlights and no one ever called the cops there's so much that even as like we weren't rich by any means you know just Mm -hmm. but if you can afford a flashlight and you can run around in the dark with it then i mean that's a privilege you have yeah and no one tried to kill you or did kill you for doing that like and it's weird yeah. to think of that as a privilege because it just seems like, well, of course not. But unfortunately, there are people being murdered for doing things like that. Absolutely. Kids, you know? Yeah, children. Right. And I think there's not necessarily an understanding that, you know, people will see videos and they're like, oh, well, this guy's running away. You know, he's resisting. And it's like, there should never be an idea in society that you can shoot someone in the back when they're running away from you. They're, no. You can't just murder people. No. That's just murder. Yeah. There's no other word for it. It's If someone is trying to get away from you, they are scared of you because you might murder them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I think a lot of times, I know for me, like, I won't speak up or share my opinion or even do something like this in the past because I'm white and I'm afraid of being wrong and I'm afraid of being offensive. Um, but I do think it's since, you know, I, I have to take that risk and be able to stand up for what I believe in. To So if someone else doesn't feel confident and they hear something I say, maybe they'll want to speak up too as a white person. Um, but I mean, it's worth the risk of saying something ignorant and then learning because apparently things aren't as hunky-dory as we thought they were absolutely dude like you know it's it's hard to be afraid of saying something wrong because it's Mm -hmm. like we we know there's so much we don't know yeah but what i do know from what i have heard is that the best thing I can do with my privilege is to speak up with it. And I think, you know, we're trying to do that. Um, you know, it, it might be rocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But And rambly. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, seeing all these people, it's important to say shit to them or just, like, delete them, like, show them that it's not okay you know because i i think there there is so much glossing over of racism and white Mm -hmm. culture 
Oh, yeah. And I think that's part of at least what has allowed this system to go on and, and be so fucked up is that we don't speak out when our uncles or our cousins are like our friends from elementary school say this fucked up shit. We're just like, well, it's just them and it's not me. And oh, well. Yeah. On that thread, someone commented like, there's a place for opinionated people. It's cool. She shares her opinion. It's like, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> no, you're right. I'm tired of hearing those opinions. Like, the, for some, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, like, people should be ashamed of those opinions and they yeah. should know. Like, like that's not okay. And the more people let them think it's okay, you know, the more people, especially white people, may- maybe only white people, you know, they're using their their place in society to be like, no, that's an okay opinion to express. And it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's okay to just be like, wow, your opinion is racist. Right. Like, just call people out and, you know, like, share black voices. Like, elevate, you know, like, I don't know. I, it's not like we have a huge platform, but I work in the trails industry. And I mean, that's something we're trying to do is, it's definitely, segregated and people don't realize it you know people don't realize especially you know white people don't realize not everyone has access to outdoor recreation not everyone it's it's not it's not equal in any sense and there are a lot of organizations like outdoor afro who are working to help bring people of color black people specifically um and there's a lot of organizations that are specifically for like native americans or you know first nations and queer people and like fat girls hiking um all these organizations that are trying to make outdoor spaces more equitable and so like i know personally we're trying to elevate those voices through our platform as much Mm -hmm. as we can um i think there's everyone can do something even if you feel like you can't you can you can do something agreed like neither you or not or i are going to protest because of covid and our health status but i mean i you know we're both finding what we can do how we can use our voices without going to protest and you know you are capable that's something i know i struggled with like i am capable even though i am white um of helping even though i am you know i don't have the same experience even though i am stuck in my house i still can do something Right. I mean, you used your art. Um, you donated your proceeds from your art to Black Lives Matter and you raised like $200 or something. Yeah, I think we're up to like, because I sold another piece for $30. I think it's about 300 and something dollars. That's fucking awesome, dude. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, you're using what you can to help. Like, you know, like you said, not everyone can go outside right now, which. Yeah. Fucking fucked up timing. Yes. For so many things. I know. It's just. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Oh, I don't think there is like a solution. But I think (laughs) things are moving forward. I I think it's awesome that you know these like Confederate statues are coming down. I think it's super disingenuous. 
when people are like oh it's our history like no it's not look at the history of when they were put up it was during the Jim Crow era and it was specifically meant to intimidate people mm-hmm. I just I I want people when they say it's to celebrate my history the history I want them to explain what history they think that that is representing I would love absolutely like, and it's not like they're they know the real history i mean we've no. talked about nathan bedford forrest how they have statues of him and he started the kkk and then at the end of his life he like completely turned around which does not erase the awful shit he did but no, no it's not like they're celebrating that they're not celebrating that he was trying to get black people elected into office and going and like working directly with like the black leaders in his state or whatever like you know and then he was ostracized for that by the end of his life but then they put up statues to celebrate his racism which he was super racist for most of his life and probably also still at the end of his life I'm sure he didn't just change completely as a person but no one is talking about that it's not about the history it's about intimidation it's yeah, about, yeah. It's about what can I find to support my agenda without just being like I'm a hateful prick. Right, right. You totally. I mean, in the Confederate flag, like when people are flying the Confederate flag in northern states, that means one thing. Yeah. Ugh. Like that's not your history. That's you being like I love racism. And the Confederacy didn't even like that wasn't that that specific design wasn't even developed until after the Confederacy. It was like the last year of the Confederacy or something, isn't that right? Like yeah, I mean they had a, they had a several flags. I mean yeah. one flag, if you want to fly, is just a plain white surrender flag. <laughs> this is really the flag of the Confederacy. There you go. And the argument I hear, I have heard, um, because we have friends in Richmond, Virginia, which uh, is the cap was the capital of the Confederacy and had has a ton of Confederate statues. Not as many anymore. Um, but their argument is, oh, you know, these were American soldiers. And I'm just like, what the, okay. Like, I, these were people who didn't want to be Americans anymore. Like, literally, no. right? Right. And Dude, like, I, I, one time I went to a Leonard Skinner concert. And it was okay. the scariest experience of my life. I was young, and I guess I didn't realize that Leonard Skinner is followed by a lot of scary fucking racist people. <laughs> what, what's their most famous song? Sweet Home Alabama. That's what I thought. Okay, wait. I mean, in hindsight, I should have known. <laughs> no, now that you're talking about it, I'm like, oh, yeah. But so everyone there, it, first of all, it was just terrifying. I wanted to leave as soon as I got there, but I wasn't by myself so I couldn't I didn't drive so I could just leave (laughs) but um so they everyone had a confederate flag and like on the stage like they had confederate flags and then they were also like you know don't tread on me god bless America like born to be American and I just wanted to be like this doesn't make sense you're saying two different things yeah that's literally two different things like do they mean that the america the south was trying to create is that what they mean i don't know they don't know what they mean they mean i hate black people that's what they mean they mean white america like yeah 
that's what yeah that's what a lot of people would like is you know it to be like a white american that is what they're saying you know they're not saying like oh states rights <laughs> no, no 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 one gives a shit about states rights no ah people are it's a frustrating time for everyone i I feel like we're very low on the frustration scale. I can't imagine being a person of color and being, I don't know, every single day faced with all these obstacles. Right. I mean, and that's what I think as a white person, you need to stop and you need to think about your instincts because your instincts are going to often be colored with systemic racism and and that's just how it is it it doesn't mean you're a bad person but it doesn't mean you need to stop and check yourself like I saw one of my friends who's black Mm -hmm. posted something I mean this was like a long time ago but I remember it because it's when I really started noticing this stuff and she was posted like why do people send me random articles about black people like my white friends they think they're doing something nice because they're like oh "Oh, a black person you know my black friend would be interested in this and and it's just like that's not how you think you're not like with white people you're not like oh an article about a white person let me send this to all my white friends yeah (laughs) and that's... that's because in your head you're categorizing this person as an other and then people jumped on her post and was like, well, they probably mean well. And it's like, that's the kind of shit you need to check. You need to listen. Someone is telling you this hurts them. Yeah. This isn't cool. And if your instinct is to defend the white person, mm. I mean, you need to check that. You need to stop and think before you say anything, you know, listen and then ask yourself, is my response like a listening response or is it a defensive response? Mm-hmm. And I bet the people who are responding that way are people who had done something like that and don't want to put have it in their head that they did something racist or because, you know what I mean? So they're totally, responding uh, from that place of shame instead of listening. Right. And I mean, you can use that shame rather than try to hide it and run away from it because it doesn't, you can't really run away from it. You're never, it's just, it's going to be part of you and it's going to be part of your story. And that's just how it is. And you can learn from it and do better. And our brain takes in so much information that its job is to categorize. That's such a hard word to say. Put things in the categories because (laughs) if not, your brain would fucking explode. So, like, if your brain is like, gives you something racist um and you can be like just take your second and be like thanks brain for trying to cater you know put things in the categories but i'm gonna go ahead and just listen to that person like you know have some mindfulness with it i guess don't try to just push it all away because that doesn't ever work try to um face it that's what i'm trying to do anyway i guess i shouldn't be giving advice no you're right though i you're right because that's what everyone has to do because that's why like nothing ever changes if you know people don't step up and do that and then try to teach others to do that you use what you can use your voice for good yeah also i'm just so excited about the next generation i have huge hopes that it actually will change um 
I just, I really, I hope the kiddos seeing all this will grow up proud and strong people that work together as communities and honor everyone's communities best they can. Absolutely. And, you know, also, we just want to say, fuck you, JK Rowling. Oh, yeah. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, like, what is your deal? Literally, what <laughs> is your deal? Like, you don't have enough stuff to do? You don't have enough money? Like, I don't, like, what are you? I cannot fathom being a billionaire and being able to say anything you want and having this platform that reaches billions of people and what you choose to say is like, especially right now, coming from a place of hatred. Yeah, why? I don't know. Old people suck. Oh, God, I just, it's just. Also, can we talk about for like two seconds? That the people that are running for presidents in America are two 70-plus old white men. Can we just talk about that? That's so fucking frustrating to me. And wasn't it, like, a, like at the beginning of this cycle, I think it was, like, the most diverse, like, people running ever for president. <sighs> like, the most diverse group yeah. of people. And it came down to two old white men. So what is the oldest you can be and run for president? Is there not a cap? there there is no there is no cap. How old is McCain? Like wasn't he like 78 or something or 81? Yeah, like- he was pretty old. He was Guys. like the oldest person to run when he ran. Um I'm pretty sure they both have forms of dementia. Cuz Oh my god, there's I'm I'm not being ageist. It's just I'm saying, like, that's pretty old to start a new job. I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I mean, I and I'm not saying they have dementia because they're old. I'm saying it based on, like, things they have done and said, you know. They're not... They need to re- relax somewhere. <laughs> like, I, know, I don't I know. I know that the people who are going to listen to this are going to be 80 plus. So I'm going to be very <laughs> I did say old people suck, but just like a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I say that it's just not appropriate at this time of change that these are the only two people we have to choose from. That's what I'm saying. And it's just bullshit how everything happened and Uh that, I mean, whatever. I, I think Biden might choose a woman of color to be his vice president that would be the first woman vice president be the first woman of color vice president or president you know um hopefully he does that and then something for the love of god right and i think because maybe because he is so old the vice president will actually have like a pretty big job in this administration if he wins um so that's something I guess. But yeah, I know it's total bullshit. Also, did you see that someone at a recent like uh Mike Pence meeting that was talking at something and the first question a woman asked him was, Does mother know that you're up here on the stage with me? Like referring to his wife. <laughs> That's he, fucking hilarious. He can't be alone with other women, according to her. Um, and he calls his wife mother. Yeah. Also, he tripped going upstairs um, because people like running up the stairs of our Air Force One. He was, did you see this? He was like running up them and he tripped, no. but he's fine. He didn't, I don't enjoy people falling down, but 
the day before. I mean, I, I can't snark on that because like, um, no, no, but I want to tell you the still. reason he ran up the stairs. Like, this is the only reason I find it, like, because I don't want to see an old person fall down, even if they're terrible. He's old. And he basically tripped at the stairs. because, I mean, then he popped right up and waved to everyone, um, which is my <laughs> goal the next time I fall down in public, which is all the time. It was because the day before the press had um, been talking about how Trump could barely get up the stairs to Air Force One. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to run up these motherfuckers. And then <laughs> and he, he fell, fell down. <laughs> And I'm like, I mean, he didn't fully fall because that's would be sad. But like, it was like, oh, trip down up, like. Oh, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> I know we can take that because that's mean, but I was just like, <laughs> no, no, it it all stays in. Um, <laughs> this is off the cuff. Yeah, and this... I'm sure I'm sure someone's gonna hear something saying like, ooh, that's icky to say. And please, I so often I feel like I'm not smart enough to have these conversations too, like. I don't have I think you're funny. Well, I just don't feel like even talking to you, I'm like, oh, she's so she's so politi- politics. <laughs> Girl, you're so politics. She's so I'm so politics. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, like I saw this thing on Facebook and I was like, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put that on my LinkedIn. I'm very politics. <laughs> I'm just so politics right now. <laughs> um well, I didn't know that stuff about Mike Pence, so that's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, I, that really makes me happy. I, someone asked him about Mother. God, that is funny. He's an, he's an embarrassing man. There's a lot about him that, that he should be embarrassed about. Yeah, he's I a... did see someone ask him to say Black Lives Matter, and he wouldn't say it. Why? He said, because he's a douchebag. I don't get how that... Who does that hurt to say? They do matter. Yeah, no, they, like, straight up called him out. They were like, so will you say Black Lives Matter? And he was like, well, all lives matter, blah, blah, blah. And and then the next reporter followed up, and they were like, well, if all lives matter, then don't Black Lives Matter. Can't you say Black Lives Matter? And he wouldn't do it. Because he doesn't want that sound clip out there. Why? That's positive. Because they're all... Because Trump thinks the way he can win is to appeal to racism that's what it is he's he's trying to be as racist as possible without coming out and basically saying the n-word you know which by the way if you were white do not say the n-word it doesn't matter if like you're like oh well i'm a rapper or whatever don't (laughs) fucking do it no don't do it if you're not and I think don't say the F word either, referring to gay people. Um, Motherfuckers. I, huh? Motherfuckers? No. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm being an asshole. Yeah. I was like, please don't make me say it. Like, I have friends who are like, it's funny. Like, you know, it's like, it's not funny, guys. Like, it's not funny. People kill themselves over being called that. It's not. I mean, just be nice. Just like, be just be nice. nice. And you don't have to have every word. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's, it's not words. yours, and you're fucking fine. Like, there's so many words. You know, one time I, I had a job and I was like 21, and I was working. Um, this is a story that I it haunts me because I'm like, I wish I would have said something. I was working with uh, um, two other women. One of them was black, and the white other white woman said N word, please, but she said the whole word. Like, that's any worse I suppose 
And I just remember like a moment of complete, like, you know, you could hear a, and she didn't say it to the black person. She said it like she was texting, like mad at someone she was texting. And so the woman looked at her and even like, you know, silence and brave woman. She said, um, you shouldn't be saying that word. And the white woman looked at her and was like, I'm Italian. I'm this, I'm that. I'm more multicultural than you. She's like, I can say what I want. And then went right back. Oh my God. And I never, and this woman, like she was a queer woman. She seemed really cool. But as soon as she got, someone told her like, Hey, not really that cool to say that word. Like she just completely was like, didn't listen to her, shut her out. And basically like this woman stood up for herself. I was just silent. Again, I was 21. I know that's not an excuse. A 21 year old today would hopefully just fucking own that person and support that black person and I was just silent but I was just like it was just the weirdest thing ever to like to someone to say hey that's racist don't say it and her to be like I'm gonna say it like it's defensiveness and I'm glad you're telling that story because like we all have stories like that where it's like shit I wish I would have said something yeah and I guess that's something we can learn now like say shit tell people to not be douchebags totally yeah and like also while we're on it like people making rape jokes like have you ever been sexually assaulted go ahead and just scream at them um when they're making jokes that you've been raped or whatever whatever you're comfortable with saying and then watch the silence in their eyes it's really it's a good time maybe they'll think twice about making <laughs> those jokes those jokes aren't cool either everyone i don't know why yeah, it's just like people. don't be that's not a way to be edgy. People think shit is edgy, and it's not. It's, it's just stupid. Or the excuse of, like, I think everything's funny. That's fine. I have... I laugh at everything, really. I, like, that's kind of how I get through stuff. But if someone is telling you, this is hurting me, listen. you don't need to say it. Like, Yeah, I mean, listen when people tell you that they're hurt. I, Everyone has a decision to make in that moment, and you can make the decision to listen and care and say, why, you know, what can I do better? Yeah, and it's, you're going to be embarrassed. We've all done things like that. Like, oh, oh shit, I'm embarrassed all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just something that happens. I couldn't figure out how to unmute myself on a work call earlier, and it was embarrassing. Um, that does frustrate other people. <laughs> yeah, I never figured it out. I just texted <laughs> someone to say, like, what I wanted to say. I like on Zoom when someone's muted, but they're like not looking at the camera for some reason. Like everyone's just waving at them. (laughs) (laughs) You're muted, like pointing at them. Like you're muted, you're muted. And the person just kind of keeps talking, but they're saying nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I like that too. Um, So life is weird right now. Be nice. This is why I can't date. I can never find anyone to date who like hits all my requirements of not being an asshole you know it's like they might be like yeah black lives matter and then they're like shitty to trans people it's like just be nice to everyone oh we should talk about that too black trans women are getting just fucking and i think that's the most vulnerable population is black trans women yes so um what is there's something called the uh my god i keep wanting to say the quinoa project that's not okra project that um is this organization that um creates uh jobs and meals uh it's like a kitchen basically for trans women um so check that out if you're feeling like giving some money one time i drove a black trans prostitute to church did i tell you that no tell me (laughs) that story 
Um, Because I lived in the Montrose area of Houston, and I think it's, I mean, it it was, like, not as nice as it is now. I think it's, like, super gentrified now. But, um, like, my apartment was, like, $500 a month. It was awesome. Um, Super cheap. And, and, like, it it was kind of, like, a cool, funky area, but there was a lot of prostitutes. So, um, and, like, I would have to get up early for work. Do you mean sex workers? Uh, yes, I do mean sex workers. I apologize. Yay, sex workers, do what you want. Um, so, yeah, be safe. So, sometimes she would, like, not, I don't know, like, she would, um, proposition me before, (laughs) 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 like, work, and I'd be like, no, thanks, but, like, here's some money for breakfast or whatever. And so I kind of knew her, and, um... So then one day it was raining and it was a Sunday and I guess she goes to church and she was like, can you give me a ride to church? And I was like, yeah. So if a black trans woman wants a ride to church, give her a ride to church is my advice. But be safe. Be safe. Yeah. I'm terrified of strangers. So, but that isn't that. That's but I knew her. Like she was there her, yeah. all the time. Uh, you knew her, but I'm just saying like, maybe don't drive around and be like, hey, any sex workers need a ride? Like just. To be safe. Well, yeah, because also, like, they might get the wrong idea, and then, you know, oh, yeah. if you, you don't get arrested either. either, that's not good. Yeah, and you don't want to make someone think they're about to have money, and then they're not. Yeah, and then they might get mad, like, you're Trixie, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you trickster. Yeah, I don't want to go to church. And they'll call you a turkey, and your feelings will be heard. <laughs> Just be nice to people. Be nice to everyone, and sometimes in your head, like, your head says mean things and it's gonna do that but just argue with your brain (laughs) totally it is okay to argue with your brain yeah give it a little pushback like hey that's not cool friend like everyone can grow yes yeah and And learn like i don't want to be politically correct yada yada like it's just it's not i do not understand that mindset at all (laughs) Like, it's just thinking about what you say, like, code switching, right? Like, when you're, like, around your grandma, you might talk a certain way versus when you're with your friends. Like, just think about what you're going to say. You do it all the time. Don't act like it's a big deal. Like, you think about it. Right. It's it's just defensiveness of being, like, I don't want to feel like I've been wrong. And that's it. That's the whole thing is like, you're just afraid of having to admit you were wrong and no one likes to ever get over it. And the more you do it, the easier it is. Totally. It's very hard. Like I remember I was taking queer studies and um, I sent in like an assignment um, and I said something about gay marriage in my assignment. And my teacher wrote back, she literally just wrote, it's not gay marriage, it's marriage equality. Like, you know, that's it. But I remember, like, sending her a personal email. Like, I was probably, like, 23, being like, I'm so sorry if I offended you. And I'm not in any way this or that. And, you know? And, yeah. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, she, she was just trying <laughs> to educate me. And I took it personally as I was a bad person because I used the wrong uh, verbiage. Like, and I've definitely done that a million times in my life. I never want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want to... You know, I used the wrong verbiage 10 minutes ago when I said prostitute. It should say sex worker, and I need to get that through my head. Like, it's just. And you took it like a champ. Like, you know, I would be like apologizing 300 times. That's really hard. But once you're like, hey, that's hard for me, 
to admit I'm wrong and these are the reasons why, like it kind of gets easier. It takes some of the sting out being like, yeah, I knew this was going to be hard for me. Yeah, it's just learning. I mean, shit, we only live once, so why don't you try to be the best person you can be, you know, in that life that you have? Like, why choose to be a dick? Why choose to hurt other people? Because they only live once, too, so why don't you try to make their life a little better? Yeah, and also recognizing, like, no matter what situation you're in, you're probably privileged in some way, like, and we all want to help people. That's a very normal human thing, so just do it. Yeah, and also, okay, like, going back a little bit, when people say, like, defund the police, they don't mean get rid of police. They don't mean, like, don't have investigations for murder. First of all, investigators are very different than beat cops. Second of all, there's not that much training for cops. And then when they're showing up to be, like, you know, mental health professionals in situations that they are not qualified to be in it's just, it's dangerous it's dangerous for them it's dangerous for everyone they have guns they're scared they're human yeah. and they don't have training and that's not a good situation so if you could divert funds into other areas to have a more comprehensive system to you know actually deal with situations hol- holistically yeah. There's some, yeah, like just throwing people in jail and they're having mental health crisis doesn't do anything. No one wants that. The cops don't actually like that either. Yeah, that I mean, I think you know, wouldn't you in any job you have, any profession, wouldn't you be happy if basically you were asked to do something out of your scope of practice and then someone came in and said actually this professional will deal with it. Like that's good, right? <sighs> I yeah it is good and I think that there's this thing that has built up with like the structure of how policing is done in this country where police feel like they're basically going to war every time they put on their uniform and of course if someone has that mindset that everyone is out to kill them when no one is out to kill them maybe like one out of 20 million people is you know like but that's that's everyone everyone you know is in danger in some sense like policing isn't actually even in the top 10 most dangerous jobs is being so, a woman number one maybe <laughs> you know? yeah you know and so it's like when you see these videos like of police being like oh, i'm afraid someone's poisoning my food that's crazy that's a reason to think like what is going on in this yeah. culture yeah, and of why, course why that's am... gonna explode <laughs> so um, it's a good thing to look at yeah I, I was a person who didn't understand defund the police at first. I was like, what did they mean? Like, no police? And then, like, as soon as I read, like, it didn't even take me an article. It was, like, a meme. And I was like, oh, that's what they mean. Like, because I didn't get it either. I was like, I think we need policemen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that people don't realize that, like, a lot of city budgets, it's, like, 50%, 75% of the entire budget goes to the police but not for training and like not for like comprehensive training it's it's for like armor and like better guns and shit do you think britain like or anywhere in the uk do you think they'll have us <laughs> do you think like we can move there 
I I don't know. I think about that a lot. I would like to move to England. It seems like real cool. There's a lot of English accents there. I find English accents extremely soothing. Yeah. Talk I like a lot. Anything. We've personally also had a tragedy in our lives because we like the show Miss Marple. And they got a new Miss Marple, and it's, you know, one of the worst things that's ever happened to us in quarantine. Also, like, isn't that show from, like, early 2000s? Like, yeah. <laughs> so we were just watching, and every time holding our breath, being like, I hope it's not the new Miss Marple. And then it was, and she's terrible, and I miss my old lady friend. Yeah, we should. Do you know why she left? Did she die? She did die. Are you serious? <laughs> That's not why she left. She died oh. like later. Oh, okay. She died later. Okay. Well, I don't know if that's better, but um that, Yeah, I wasn't gonna tell you. Good, like from the nineties with Kevin Costner. Uh yes. So I was like into that movie when I was like eight or however old. It's like a pretty gruesome movie. But um I really liked it. And she plays again, this is what 25 years before Miss Marple, this old decrepit witch, but it's totally the same lady. <laughs> but I'm like, they must have had so much makeup on her, or she's kind of pulling like an Angela Lansbury, where she's been the same age for like 50 years. Like, I think that was it. Yeah, I, I, no, I know. she was great. I would highly recommend like the first like three seasons of Agatha Christie's Marple on Hulu. I think we've already talked about this, but it's awesome. But I have to warn you, you will be heartbroken when there's a new Miss Marple. Because this woman, even though she did play a scary witch in the 90s Robin Hood, um, is adorable. Like, she is. There's, that's not even the right word. Like, oh my god, is she, is she just... She steals every scene. She's lovable. She has a million friends. They basically had to completely rewrite the character because no one has the charisma. <gasps> We probably should keep talking about this. But... <laughs> this is our new podcast. Also, the font is really bad, so I'm just throwing it out. There. It is. They don't. They don't do a good job with that. For some reason, on a like 19, uh, I think it's like 1950s, like show, they put Comic Sans. That like, is like definitely. It's like Comic Sans or Comic Sans, like younger brother. But it's like the exact same font, I think, from Full House. <laughs> it's like, it's really weird. But anyway, like, so, I mean, everyone is having a tough time with stuff. You know, is there is there anything else you want to address while we're here? I just think they should have used Times New Roman. <laughs> um, outside of the scope of Marple. Oh, oh okay. Um, what? Uh, oh, so I've been in quarantine for 14 weeks, and... It's a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's see. Yeah, it is a long time, man. Um, no, I have not. I have nothing. I've been baking a ton. I know everyone's doing that. <sighs> not me. Oh, makes you feel yeah. better. I know. It's just I have nothing exciting to say. Um, me neither. Just playing my video game. Oh, yeah, talk about that. Oh, I could. I feel like it's probably super boring to everyone, but I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2, and I get to be a cowboy, and also you get to, like, 
in the game because it's set in 1899 um you go through like basically what is louisiana and sometimes you stumble upon kkk and you get to kill them and and that's very satisfying right now especially (laughs) only in video game land yeah um it's nice to be like a progressive cowboy in 1899 doing the lord's work so that I would think that in quarantine. Progressive cowboy. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. that's what I do with my time. Um, I beat a level on Dr. Mario on my phone that I've been trying to beat since last summer. Shit, you can play Dr. Mario on your phone? Girl, how do you not know that? Okay, well, I'm going to do that, too. Okay, so what we're going to do, guys, is to end the show because we already rambled on for a long time and talked about recommendations and stuff uh christina is going to read a list from did you say the new yorker no i said um new New york magazine from new york magazine uh places to donate all righty everybody so sometimes i know this helps me when someone just tells me what to do um i'm gonna read a couple from each category so the first one is victim memorial funds um this isn't like so Dominique Remy Fell's funeral cost. That's a trans woman um, of color who was murdered recently. Sorry, I won't do that for everyone. George Floyd Memorial Fund. I run with moth. Some bail funds. The Bail Project. National Bailout. Community Restoration Organizations and Funds. Mutual Aid. Minnesota Rapid Response Coalition. The Lake Street Council. Community Enrichment Organizations, Black Table Arts, Embrace Race, SoGal, Youth Oriented Community Organizations, Integrate NYC, Girl Trek, Black Girls Code, Community Organizations Serving Disabled, BIPOC. How do you say that, Taylor? BIPOC? Uh, I, I think you just say, I have only seen it in writing, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know what it is, I just don't know... I'm, you see I, I, I'm not sure how to say it out loud either. I'm sorry. Someone tell us. Yeah. Voices with Melissa, Autistic People of Color Fund, Disability Justice Culture Club, and then the last one I'm going to read is Police Reform Organizations, American Civil Liberties Union, Black Lives Matter Global Network, Color of Change Education Fund. Um, there's plenty of these lists out there. The only thing I would recommend is that you um, make sure you know where your money's going. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. We love you. Bye-bye.